You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. Welcome to another episode of the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. Ew. Now, I know it's been a minute since you've heard this lovely crackling voice. But um, I have been um, sick, well, ill these past couple of weeks, a couple of months, actually. Um, Some of you know, and some of you may not know, that I suffer from an illness called fibromyalgia yes and some people that don't know about fibromyalgia and the way it does the body you know they may think oh it's nothing you know it's nothing it's just no my pain sensors go crazy and when i'm in a fibro attack it can last from i call them fibro attacks that's why my voice sounds so rough and scratchy because I've been in attack. Well, I call them attacks for literally almost two months. 
and on top of the attacks, I still have to, of course, take care of my children. They are number one in my life. Um, I still have to take care of myself. Well, I'm number one because if I don't take care of myself, and hell, I'm taking care of my kids. So I'm number one. Number two, I have to take care of the kids. Um, number three, I still have uh, other duties that require my attention. Again, I am a comedian. I am an actress. So I go to open mics. I go do shows. Um, I go actually and do acting gigs and acting jobs. And I have to do it through pain because there is no cure for fibromyalgia. And also, some of you know or may not know, I was in a car accident, uh, give or take about 13 years ago. Um, it depends on when you're listening to this podcast. If you're listening to it in the year 2022, then yes, it's been about um, 13 years since I've had that car accident. Um, and it required me to get um, a plate and four screws in my neck. Okay. So I was, I'm already banged up a little bit and I have fibromyalgia and I like to go to the shooting range. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'd like to go to the range. So, but the range is not tearing me up and it's actually my fibromyalgia. And also what comes with the fibromyalgia is the massive, for me, everyone's different. For me, it's the massive water weight and the massive pain that I go through. Like, you have to exercise. Like, I exercise every day. I walk at least 30 minutes a day. I'm constantly moving. And I have to track this to show, you know, my rheumatologist, like, no, I'm working out, I'm moving around, I'm doing everything I have to do. But again, if my fibromyalgia you know, it's messing with me. It, it kind of makes it hard to do that, but I have to, because if I don't, that's when you will get stiffer. Where for me, some people are different. Um, when I have a fibro attack, I have massive headaches and I also have a fever. You know, that's why when, um, everyone was really concerned with fevers during COVID, I'm like, but you can have a fever and not have COVID. I'm like, you can. I have fevers and I don't have COVID. I've been having fevers since I came into this earth, you know, which also triggered my uh, fibroid seizures. So from the outside, I look totally great. On the inside, huh, it's fucked up. Might be a safety hazard. Just saying. But, um, that's the truth of it all. That's where I've been. That's why I have not been uploading because it's either my voice is not allowing me to talk or my body is not allowing me to sit or, you know, I'm actually too exhausted for maybe a 20 minute gig and my body will not allow me to get up and move and, and move around. Now, when I'm not having an attack, oh, I'm, pew, 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 pew. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. I'm doing everything. I, I 
but for the past, I say almost two and a half months, because it's been longer than two months, about two and a half months, I have literally had a fibro attack. I've been having attacks. And when I say attacks, I mean the pain, because for me, it feels like a weight is on my chest and this weight has spiky, spiky prints in it. That's how I feel. And um, by the time I do just my everyday normal house chores, which is just kids, school, uh, maintaining what I have to do for myself and everything. By the time I do that, I look up, it's time for me to pick up children. Then you, of course, you go into dinner mode. And again, when I have a fibro attack, I have fibro fog, which means my mind is cloudy. Not saying, oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, I don't know what's going on. No, it takes me a little longer to get out a thought versus if I'm not having the fibro attack, um, bam, 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 you know, I'm, I'm real quick. When I'm having a fibro attack, instead of me sounding off in one second, it might take me five seconds or 10 seconds to sound off. I'm saying what I want. I'm saying the correct things that's supposed to be said, but it takes me a little longer when I'm having an attack. Again, everyone um, that has fibromyalgia, it's different for them. And again, I not only have fibromyalgia, I have an uh, injury from an accident and I also have febrile seizures. So what does that require? Because I live in America. Ta-da! Drugs. So one drug that I take, it gives me a little energy. Then the next drug that I take, it will take that energy from me. Then that next drug I'll take, it might even me out depending on how bad, you know, pressure is on my head or how bad my fibro is. Like, again, my voice has been coming and going. This day and maybe about four or five days ago was the best that my voice has been. Like, right now, this is the best you're going to get, baby. It is all I got. I got my tea right here. I got my honey. I got my lemon, which I have been constantly drinking on, which I know that does help me again. Um, but I'm having a fibromyalgia attack. And you might ask, well, what causes that? It could be anything. Um, it could be stress. Um, it could be depression. And they say it comes from depression. But I don't buy that because, you know, your pain sensor is going off. So if I'm in pain all the time, motherfucker, I'm going to be depressed because I'm I'm hurting. Like, I, I, I can't even pick up this spoon to feed myself some Cheerios. And I'm in pain. So, yes, I'm going to be a little depressed. Anyone that's going through any time in their life will be depressed. And anyone that has said, well, oh, I've never been sad or depressed, you're fucking lying. You're living in a bubble and you're lying. I'm sorry. You know, so again, I have to take um, medication for depression, 
which I have been on for years. Again, I don't know. That could be a side effect that onset the fibromyalgia. I don't know. It took them years to even diagnose me with fibro because I was in so much pain. And they went through the lupus, the MS, you know, all type of sickle cell cancers and stuff because those cancers, uh, well, not cancers, those um, illnesses do run in my family. So, but it's predominantly my father's side. So they wanted to make sure that it wasn't that. And it wasn't because I was also checked as a child for sickle cell and all that all that yes and it never showed up positive so again uh my blood count is good everything is good it's just that my pain in my um my receptors are going crazy so you know and the next person you might see walking down the street could honestly have fibromyalgia they they could have it the next person that you might be sitting next to on the bus or train or your Uber driver, or they could have fibromyalgia and you not know it because again, it's not something that shows its face. When you are attacked, there's nothing you can do. Like I'm, I'm telling you, I have honestly been in nonstop pain for about two and a half months, nonstop, where even you can feel it in your sleep. But again, that's my journey. Uh-oh, someone's texting. That's my journey with uh fibromyalgia. That's just my journey. You know, again, some people that have it, um, they have a hard time walking. And yes, sometimes I do have a hard time walking, but it's mostly in the house because I have stairs in my house. <laughs> Bad move. But uh, it's not many, but I do have stairs. And sometimes it's hard for me to go up or down them because I'm in pain, in constant pain. And again, while I'm in constant pain, I still have to exercise and walk on my treadmill. I still have to get up and cook breakfast. I still have to drop off lunches at school. I still have to come back home and prepare dinners like um, and again, we don't eat a lot of fatty foods because I prepare our meals, you know, um, baked chicken, um, turkey tacos. We don't even eat a lot of beef. Um, we don't eat a lot of pork. I can honestly say we eat the most pork around barbecue season and holidays. So, you know, ham, of course, you get that shank ham. That's 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 pork. I will tell shank ham ass up. We will fuck some ham up. You know, um, again, we don't eat a lot of processed meat like um, the processed ham sandwiches, the processed food. We don't eat a lot of processed food. Uh, my children, they love fruits. They love vegetables. We eat fruits. We eat vegetables. We eat like their favorite is um, asparagus. Like if you ask my seven-year-old like, in the summertime and we're going to barbecue the first thing she's going to ask is did anyone get the asparagus who who got the asparagus like mommy needs someone needs to go get the asparagus like hell i'll go get the asparagus oh wait a minute now god damn it you're only seven we'll sit you the punk ass down i'll go get the damn asparagus and it's something that we all eat we put on the grill we grill them um you know when i even prepare my own meat 
every blue moon I might go um, and get a small piece of um, of steak, filet mignon. And I know a few chefs, hmm, and they taught me. Honestly, my homie Matt, I ain't gonna lie, my homie Matt, he taught me how to make a supreme filet mignon. My homie Matt, I gotta give a shout out to my homie. He taught me how to make it. You know, you put the top on it, you gotta let it for four minutes, and you can't go a second over and then slip it back over. Take it off, let it rest. That's the juice is still cooking, and and just serve it with your favorite sauce. Like I literally cook in my home. My pots and pans look like pots and pans that have been used. Like, yeah, I cook. So even when it comes to when we do have um, a beef dinner, it may be a roast, which is what I put in the crock pot or I put it in the oven with potatoes, carrots, celery. You know, um, I cook very healthy and I have been doing this for God knows how long because I came from a family where we prepared meals. We cooked. So again, you know, we don't eat a lot of fast food. Of course, every now and then we'll have our McDonald's or we'll have our KFC or we'll have um, uh, a couple of pizzas from Little Caesars. You know, it might be because I'm in too much pain to cook. You know, it may be a thing like, you know what, guys? I know we don't like this, you know, it may not be healthy for us to eat every day, but mommy's having a hard time walking. Mommy's having a hard time standing. So, you know, I'm ordering out today. You know, the kids are always like, yay, you know, but on the inside, I'm not like, yay. I'm like, I feel like a failure because I am ill. But then I also know I'm not a failure because if I was a failure as a parent, them little motherfuckers wouldn't be. I'm just saying. I wouldn't give a shit, but I do care. So, you know, and again, that goes along with being in pain. And then the depression sets in because you're in pain so often. It's almost a shock when you wake up and you're not in pain. It's like, wait, wait, wait. I'm I'm not in pain today. Like, like, like my titty don't hurt. Like, like, like my neck bone on my thigh don't hurt. Like, don't, don't none of that hurt. And then you can go extra hard on the treadmill. Instead of me going to 30 minutes, fuck that up for the do hour on this bitch. You know? You know, with my little, mini little walking weights on my little legs and little hands. <clears throat> Excuse me, because sometimes it's hard for me to hold on to something. Again, I was in an accident. That affects my nerves. So if I'm walking... You know, especially if I'm on my treadmill, that's how I usually do 30 minutes on my treadmill. And I might do a little yoga just to stretch out my my bones and my muscles and continue today, which it actually does feel good. It helps out a lot. But again, it's a very tedious thing that I have to do. And I just have to give you, my listeners, an apology on where I've been, why I've been gone, is because, like, I've literally been sick. Like, shit, now if I'm gone for long periods of time like this, I'm literally sick. Um, and I can't. Where my setup is in my house, I have a small little office corner or whatever. 
And, you know, I don't like to do my podcast or anything else in my bedroom or my living room um, because I'm not comfortable there. I'm sitting up in the bed. I'm constantly moving. I have a mic on. You're hearing the sheets. I just don't like that. So I like to maintain a kind of professionalism when I'm am doing this, even though I'm acting a complete total ass, but I still like to remain professionalism with it because again, I might want to bring up something and on my YouTube page, it might be in my uh, desk area. If I'm upstairs in my room or my bedroom, that requires me to run up and down stairs again quite a few stairs to the house that requires me to go up and down stairs. And if I'm in pain, she ain't going up and down those stairs. She going to stay on one flow the whole day. Like, Nope, mm -mm, I'm not leaving this area unless I have to, unless a kid is mortally wounding the other one, because for what instance, one took a crayon and the other one did not permit it. Other than that, I'm not getting up. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Jesus, if you're knocking on the door, it's open, Lord. It's open, Lord. Come on in, Lord. Come on in, Jesus. Devil, you stay on out there now. She be doing too much bullshit. You coming up in here with bullshit. You can't come in the club with bullshit. You know? So, literally, <laughs> that's where I've been. I literally have been tr fighting to get my strength back i've literally been fighting to get my whole mobility like i ain't gonna lie right now i'm about 80 percent. i'm 80 i'm 80 i'm trying to get the other 20 percent back you know i'm, I'm at 80 percent right now i ain't gonna lie i'm trying to get to at least 93 and a half or 93.8 or 95.8 two three seven nine you know i'm trying to get that hat okay i'll be very happy with that but again it requires me to run and move and exercise even though i'm doing all that and again the amount of water weight that comes with it which makes it more hard because now this water weight is on you and you have to move with this extra weight that you already lost, you know? So again, that's where I've been. Uh, I know a couple of my friends, they was like, you shouldn't do this. There's no need. No, it is a need to let my, 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 my homies, like y'all are not my people. Y'all my homies. Let my homies know what's going on with me. You know, what's happening? Because I can honestly say, in my life, I was wondering about somebody and wondering and wondering like, damn, where he at? I ain't heard from him in a minute and come to find out the man had passed away and no one told me. So again, I do owe you this to let you know, hey, I'm still here. I'm just sick. Um, um, it comes along with like right, right now I'm experiencing uh, muscle cramps in my leg. You know, I'm experienced. It comes with a lot of cramps and like poor circulation, so to say. So, again, I just want to let y'all know where I have been. And your girl is back. 
Um, because we have a lot to unload. We have a lot to talk about, and I'm also asking you to please join me on my YouTube page at Mayday Mayhem. You can type it up on YouTube, and it'll pop right up. There, I also cover stories. Uh, I have live podcasts there also, where my guests will also be coming. I have a couple of guests that's coming up in the next couple of weeks. You know, since I'm better, and now I have my mobility back more so than what I had, I have my guests coming. And we're going to be doing all types of shit, like eating sushi and talking shit. Or we might be sitting up there eating, um, um, I don't know, we might have some smoothies and talk shit. I don't know what we're going to do. But we're going to have guests. We're, we're going to be in the same room together. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a person that likes to be near people. Like, my love touch is, my love language is touch. So if I'm punching on you and touching on you, I love you. I love you. I tell my kids that. Come here, let me punch in that. I'm just kidding, y'all. Of course, I'm not punching my kids or not. My kids are not abused or anything like that. But it's just a joke in, in my house. Like, come here. I'm going to beat your ass. Come here. They're like, good morning, mommy. We see you slept well. I'm like, yeah, baby. I slept good. How did you sleep? You ready to eat? Yeah, we ready to eat. We hungry. Let's go eat then. You know, so that's the type of thing that is. Um, that is my love language, to be honest, to touch. Um, so if I'm touchy, well, if I don't never touch you, I really don't, don't care for you. But if I touch you a lot, I love you. And sometimes it gets on my kids' nerves because I might be talking to them and I might be touching them on their arm and like, hey, you know what this, hey, you know what that? And they'd be like, will you stop touching me? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, my love language is touch. Sorry. <laughs> so we're going to take a brief break. And we're going to talk about some of the stories that we will be covering. Um, we're going to talk about a few things. So please stay tuned. Thank you for sticking around. I am sorry that I'm feeling much, much better. We'll be right back with the second half of the Mayday Mayhem podcast. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Mayday Mayhem M. Don't forget to check me out on YouTube at What Mayday Mayhem. Just type it into the search bar and your girl gonna pop up. Don't forget to go ahead and follow me on IG, Mayday underscore Mayhem. I will be going live on there more often. So please, don't forget to check out your girl. Everybody stay safe, stay healthy, and know that you are loved. And thank you for tuning in. We are back to another episode of the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And again, thank you for returning. Now, I told y'all um, I have been ill, have not been feeling well for the past couple of months. But there have been a lot of developing things that have happened within the past couple of months that I'm telling y'all we're about to get into it. We're not only going to get into it here, but we're going to also get into it on my YouTube page, Mayday Mayhem YouTube page. Just go to Mayday Mayhem and I'll come up. And if you want to message me, why don't you just follow me on Instagram at Mayday underscore Mayhem and, you know, give your girl a shout out. Go ahead and give me a follow and I'll follow back. 
And you can also send me instant messages about other topics that you may want to speak about. So you might want to keep that in mind. Okay. But now, since all that has happened, let's talk about this bullshit that they doing, right? I know y'all saw the motherfucker Delphi murder was called. What the fuck? Y'all for real, for real? The Delphi murder was called. Now, if you don't know who Delphi murder is, um, it was two girls that um, were killed in February. Uh, they were found dead February 14th of 2000, 2017 when they went missing February 13th of 2017. Abby and Libby. Okay. They were two best. Oops, sorry. Touch the mic. They were two best friends. And I guess like it's a trail in Indiana. Because Delphi is uh, like a place in Indiana, like a little suburb, like you might have Bedford Park or, you know, uh, like here in northern Indiana, you know, we had the forest preserves. You know, a lot of people like to take nature walks through the forest preserves and, you know, because there actually are hiking trails that lead near rivers and old tracks and stuff. And some of these places are only um inhabitable by either walking or on a horse you know you can't take your uh your uv and or your rv or your little dirt bike or anything and go through there you can't do anything so it's kind of like um a place that only people that live in that area would know like i'm from the west side of chicago okay and i also am how didn't dabbling from the south side of Chicago? Just putting that out there. But I'm from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can kind of blend in and go anywhere. It's certain places on the west side that it may look like an alley, but it's not a dead-end alley. You know, from outside, it looks, like I said, like an alley, but it's not. Only people in that neighborhood and area would know to know. And once you go to the end, and if you turn your body left, there's another exit, you know, that you can come out of either through a, um, with a car or whatever, there is an exit, but it's actually that way, you know? So again, only people in this area would know about this site now let's not forget abby and libby they were very brave young girls they were very very brave they're very brave i don't know my, what sound my computer just made they told me i pushed a sticky sticky something i don't know what the fuck that means but okay but yeah the judge wants um Oh, well, fuck that. Let's get to how this motherfucker was caught, okay? <laughs> now, they always said it was somebody in the area that caught them. That I mean, it was somebody in the area. From the first headline of these girls coming up missing. Now, I believe uh, a mom or a sister dropped them off. They had someone dropped them off at the trail that they was going on. Now, you might think February 13th. You know, that's usually school time. Why weren't they in school? You know, they had a day out from school. You know, sometimes my kids might have Monday and Tuesday out. You know what I'm saying? Then go back Wednesday. That's what they had. They had it to where they were out. 
of school. So they decided to go on the trail, you know, you, let's go on this trail. You know, me and my sister, we go, me and my family go out here all the time. And again, this is a place that only locals would know. They were found deceased. Now, this is the puzzling part, which I'm going to talk about on my YouTube page. I will go live um, Monday and we're going to speak about this case and another case. We're going to speak about the Delphi murders. And then later that evening, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about uh, Shanquella. I'm sorry, Chanella. Um, now that case, it, it has me so disturbed that I can't even say this girl's name right. Shanquella Robinson. We're going to talk about that story. Because, see, that one might even get spoke about before the Delphi, Delphi murders. Because with, with Shaquilla, it, it was, I can't even talk how bad that case is. This girl went to Mexico, young, beautiful woman, went to Mexico with her motherfucking friend, so-called friends. See, that's why you hear some of them elders and some other people like me say, you ain't got no motherfucking friends. I'm not saying everybody is out ruthless to kill you or harm you, but they killed this girl. Videotape this big, broad, bad body built bumpkin bitch. Oh, I'm going to talk about that dirty asshole on YouTube. So I suggest y'all come over there and I'll be live. Because I'm going to talk about that bitch Monday. I'm going to talk about that hoe. You and this other alien-headed ass bitch. Yeah, I'm talking about the other girl. Because it was actually two videos which... um. What's this bitch name? Deleted it. Because they went to Cabo, Mexico. She went to Cabo, Mexico with about five, six us friends for a birthday party. They went in there 24 hours. A video come up. Her getting beat. Getting killed. And you know how I say getting beaten, killed? Because the friends gonna say, oh, she died of alcohol poisoning. Bitch, you're lying. That's why anybody that passed away too early. I don't give a fuck if you're too old. I'm getting an autopsy. Because I know some trifling ass motherfuckers huh, that their spouses or loved ones or people that they so-called love pass at a very early age and they don't even get a motherfucking autopsy to find out what took this person life. Was the bad drugs? Was it um, complications from a surgery? What, what was it that took this person life so young and and Shanquilla being only what uh 25 years old young beautiful girl she made her money off hair braiding she won no no little trick off but see the people you surround yourself with will be the people of your demise now that girl ended up going out there not even at 24 hours ended up dead because of why jealousy motherfuckers jealous and i don't want to hear oh you no no motherfuckers will be jealous of you and smiling your motherfucking face unfortunately this girl's death is proof of that now these motherfuckers she been knowing for a decade or so since before she went to college since in high school and you mean to tell me y'all took her all the way out the country just to fucking kill her it was animosity from the get-go so We'll probably be talking about that case first uh, tomorrow. I will set up uh, a live time because I have a, a meeting 
in the morning, which requires me to leave the house. But it's early, so hopefully I should be back in time to post a video. But uh, we're going to talk about uh, probably that one first, and then we'll go into the Delphi murders. But right now, let's go in back to Delphi murder case uh, where these two young girls were killed in 2017, Abby and Libby. Now, the weird thing with them is they never told how these girls were killed. Never told which I always said was quite crazy. Like, why didn't you never tell how these girls was killed? We don't know whether it was strangulation, whether it was gunshot, uh, whether it was a knife. All we know is um, a shirt was up. They didn't tell us how these girls was killed. And they immediately called in the FBI when they found these girls' bodies. Um, it said it looks like um, they have been may have been posed, and it looks like an article of clothing may have been missing. That's why, like, I literally do look at my kids, and I always have when they little, even up to nine, couple of them grown, they walk in and out of my house. I can tell you what the fuck they had on. Oh no, no, no. She had on an orange dress with um with uh gold sides on it, and she had some gold heels, and her hair was purple. And she even had this type of eyeshadow on. It was this color because those things may be very critical. Because Lord forgive, knock on wood, they fan her and the gold tassels off the side of her dress is missing no 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 she had gold tassels on the side of her dress lo and behold they found the killer and what does the killer have as a token souvenir the gold tassels so i believe that was a reason they kept it hush hush tight lid because it was something missing article of clothing a trophy so to say now we don't know what that is now, fast forward to now, we're here. Just last month, we have an arrest in the Delphi, Delphi murder in Indiana. It's the local pharmacist. He's been staying here 15 years. And they said from the beginning, it was somebody from around now. A lot of these crimes that's going on, it be people from around now that be right in your face. And again, everybody is on um, Richard Allen, which is his name. They're on his wife. Oh, how could she not know? Have you seen uh, Ed Kemper's story? Um, have you heard um, Ted Bundy stories? Um, you know, these men are very persuasive. They hide things. He could have easily held that from her easily, or she could have had her suspicions and she just didn't know. And she just didn't want to believe it. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think she knew. I don't think she knew because if she did know, I think she would have turned him in a long time ago and she wouldn't have been posting so many 
Facebook post is with him on it, knowing that he's wanted for, could be possibly the man for these girls' murders. Now, they unequivocally came in and charged Richard Allen with two accounts of murder. We have unequivocal evidence. That evidence they have not provided. It's supposed to be provided on the 22nd. So we just might wait until the 22nd that night, that evening at around six or seven o'clock central time to go live that Tuesday to talk about the Delphi murder. So that may be what we're going to do. But tomorrow uh, we're going to be talking about Shanquella uh, Robinson and how she was killed for no fucking reason. So that's that one a little bit more passionate to me because I have a little bit more rage with that one because I can understand and identify with that. People that you think are your, your friends are not your, they're not your friends. Everyone is not friend material. Just like motherfuckers say everybody ain't wife material. Everybody ain't husband material. Everybody ain't motherfucking friend material. People will smile in your face and want to take your place. Backstabbers. Y'all better listen to the music our parents listened to in the 70s. They was telling you all the time they want to be you. Jealous of your accolades. Jealous of your strive. They could have had the same opportunity, but no. They want to chase after this, that, and the third instead of chasing after they shit. Again, they was mad this girl had her shit together. So, but we're going to talk about this tomorrow. Let's get back to Richard Allen for now. Um, Now, how did they tie Richard Allen to the Delphi murders? It all goes back to a little fat fuck that's 28 years old named Keegan Klein. Okay, everybody, that's how Richard Allen got caught. Now, Keegan Klein, he is in jail right now for, uh, I believe, like, what, 25 counts of um, child pornography. Okay, that's what he's in jail for. Uh, look, over here, I'm not censoring nothing. I'm not over exaggerating or sexualizing anything so i'm not bleeping out nothing okay i'm going to tell you what the fuck he did i'm not going to go in graphic details but i will tell you his charges as is written now keegan klein is sitting up in jail for 25 counts of child pornography and shit like that he had 30 they dropped five of them why did they draw five of them? Because they, again, like you tell your kids, everybody that you talk to online may not be the age they say they are. Now, this Keegan Klan, he took the photos of a young man and made a fake account called Anthony Shots. Now, they did contact this young man, which is now a grown-ass man that is a police officer all the way in fucking Alaska. Okay, this that's what I'm saying. Follow me, y'all. Now, Keegan Klein. Keegan has this Facebook page made. And he's talking to Libby on the Facebook page. I mean, I'm sorry, not Facebook. I take that back. Snapchat. Y'all know how Snapchat is. That's why I don't fuck with it. 
you can send a snap and then take it away and you can erase a snap and then bring it back look i ain't got time for all this shit i don't deal with snapchat um do i have a snapchat page yeah am i on it fuck no um i don't i don't even know how to deal with it i'm i'm just now getting on instagram and learning how to fuck to deal with ig okay so and facebook like for real for real if y'all trying to talk to me and get your girl get me at uh instagram mayday underscore mayhem and that's me you'll see me um anthony shots which is actually keegan klein is talking to libby and you know, she's probably telling him, yeah, me and my friend Abby, we're going to go hiking. You know, this is what we do. You know, taking pictures of sending snaps, not knowing that they're taking pictures of sending snaps to Keegan Clan, who is where? Right near Delphi. So, they somehow, well, not somehow, you know how the fuck they did. They tracked down and found out that Keegan Klein was behind the Anthony Schatz account. And Anthony Schatz was one of the last people, the last person that Abby spoke to or texted it or anything on her snap. And he had to come clean and say, look, it was a fake account. You know, I, it wasn't me. I mean, it was me, but it wasn't. You know, I don't remember talking to her and all of a sudden third. So he, th he had to come clean about his actual account. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. So he had to come clean about his actual account. And he gave them evidence to where they went and they searched by the river and they allegedly found something. Then they went to Keegan Klein's home. I mean, not Keegan Klein, Richard Allen's home. And they found something in his house because they took allegedly a shoebox. Allegedly, they dug up his backyard and took something allegedly that was evidence with this. Now, how do you put these two together? Well, if they're both fucking pedophiles, of course, they're going to know each other. But somehow, we're going to find out what's the connection between Keegan Klein and Richard Allen. Because Keegan Klein wasn't charged for the murder of Abby and Libby in the Delphi murders. It was Richard Allen, not Keegan. So what evidence did Keegan turn over to them for them just to say, okay, you know what? We'll drop five pedophile charges because maybe it could have been Richard Allen. My thoughts now. My thoughts is that they probably have the right person and Richard Allen could possibly be a network with of serial killers. I honestly believe that. Why would you say I believe that? Because Richard Allen allegedly, speculatory now, used this Anthony Shots because how would you get a hold to Abby and Libby? Okay. Now, everybody hollering, Keegan is a liar, but whatever the fuck they went in that house in that backyard to find, they found it in that river, they found it. So they went and arrested Richard Allen immediately, immediately for the murder. 
again what evidence do they have now it was also mentioned of a cat now you know cats have their hair and their dander just like dogs and humans and it can be identified on what type of cat the age of the cat whether it's male or female the same as you could do from our hair so it's pretty much allegedly cat hair and fibers were found on the girls or near the girls uh bodies now allegedly at that time richard allen had a cat that died now during this time that abby and libby were uh murdered now did they exhume the cat from the backyard you know um did they have actual cat hair from the cat and they could unequivocally say that this cat hair came from this cat and this cat only just like i have a calico she is three different colors but if something happened and her little cat dna got on something they would be able to say no this is a female calico with a mean streak in her they'll be able to say that because it's true but um it's it's just uh the evidence that stacked up what evidence did you unequivocally have to put him in jail so again he goes to court on the 22nd we're going to wait and see what they're going to say after that and because then it'll come in to play what actual what what did he have what actual evidence do you have on him you know so tomorrow if you join me i will put up a um a time schedule for my youtube page um and we're going to talk about uh Shanquella and how um she was beat for no reason and killed by jealousy jealousy so join me tomorrow on my youtube page at mayday mayhem um it may be in the evening depending on what time i'm out of my meeting so that that might be that may be the most better time to hold it in the evening around 6 7 p.m central standard time so i want to thank y'all for listening thank you for coming in thank you for being you and i'm going to end my podcast well always in my podcast and in any streams that i'm in if no one told you they love you i do i truly truly do make sure you do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today okay i know some days we don't feel well and we really are down but this is our time to strive for better to be better and to look forward to better okay so everyone stay safe stay healthy and stay you be your true authentic you and guess what if don't nobody like the true authentic you they're not worthy of the true authentic you everyone stay healthy stay in a safe place and a safe mindset and a positive place that's always important positivity and i will see y'all next time don't forget to join me on youtube y'all and mayday mayhem is out